Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. And as we like to say, Dan Burns will help you keep it running. Dan Burns is an ASC certified technician at Lloyd's Automotive on beautiful Grand Avenue in St. Paul. He is with us via the phone today, not because you're afraid of our weather, but uh, you've taken some time off, haven't you, Dan? I actually am afraid of the weather. I (laughs) I take that back. Yeah, I had originally planned to drive. I'm in Colorado, and I had originally planned to drive home on Friday uh-huh. to be there for the radio show. And uh, and we got stuck in Colorado. I was afraid to come across. And a good thing because uh, Interstate 76 was closed, and Interstate 80 has been closed. So uh, you made the I right choice. Would have been, yeah, I probably would have been stuck in a hotel somewhere. So this is better. At least I'm at my house. Absolutely. Well, very good. All right. Well, Dan Burns, yeah. if you're new to the show, Dan has been with us here on CCO for over 20 years helping you out uh, prior to your bringing your vehicle, your car, truck, or van into your favorite dealer, your favorite shop. He will give you some idea of what might be wrong with it. So, And we always say that, Dan. It's always good to be armed if you're going to bring in your vehicle for service. The least, if you have a, a somewhat of a good idea that helps everybody, right? I think that's right. Yeah, the more information we can get, the better. That's for sure. We were talking earlier, given our uh, winter storm warning, as you've been hearing, uh, we're expecting uh, maybe by the time it's all over, 10 to 15 inches of snow. That winter storm warning goes until 7 p.m. Sunday. And this afternoon, Mike Lynch tells us, another 6 to 8 inches. This is just this afternoon happening. I was wondering how how many people have taken off their snow tires. (laughs) <laughs> well, I've been lying to people for two weeks, haven't I, Denny? I've been I guess. Saying, oh, it should be fine now, and and uh, so I'm not going to tell that lie again today. Leave your snow tires on. <laughs> exactly. Uh, we we will. Not too many. You know, we've we've taken a few off. Have you? All. It's been yeah, yeah. So and, most people are have left them on yet. And it's uh, the highs are going to be probably low to mid. In fact, in fact, by Friday we expect highs of around 47. So there's going to be some more melting going on yeah. uh, on for sure. Um, I was reading some text messages that we did not get to. I want to alert our listeners, if you have a car care question, and before you get stuck in some snow, uh, why don't you call us or send Dan a text. Our phone number, we've cleared the lines, 651-989-9226. Or if it's easier, send a text, 81807-81807. Dan Burns will uh, answer your car care uh, questions till about 745 or so. Uh, when Jack Farrell comes in with his uh, his wine chat, what are people looking? I, I was thinking about you know people getting ready for spring or summer driving, but maybe they're not doing that yet at Lloyd's Automotive. What do you guys been working on there? Well, well, they aren't doing their uh, spring stuff yet, but it can't be too far off, can it, Denny? And uh, you know, with all of the seasonal stuff comes the people re- being reminded that you know it's time it's time for normal maintenance. Uh, the car has been been pretty much neglected all winter because it's cold and uncomfortable to get out and do anything on it. And uh, so, in the spring, it's always time to to think maintenance and think. Uh, yeah, we you know the kids are getting out of school and we're going to be taking a summer trip, so it's time to 
get it ship shape again. And if you do seasonal things to your car, like put snow tires on, uh, it's time to probably get that scheduled too, uh, to get those off. And, and, uh, you know, for normal spring maintenance would include tires, of course, be sure that the tires are good for your road trips this summer. Sure. And then uh, all the normal maintenance, uh, fluid maintenance stuff, you know, uh, check your owner's manual, see how many miles are on your car. Most owner's manuals have a chart right in the manual that, that, uh, will, you know, line up with how many miles are on your car, and that's what needs to be done. If you haven't done the stuff, you know, in previous mileage intervals, you better go back and do those too. But uh, but stay caught up on your mileage interval, and I, I preach this every time we talk about it, but the people that do maintenance are the ones who spend the least money with me. So I bet that's uh, that, true. And that's, that's just true. <laughs> yeah, I bet so, it is. Skipping, skipping maintenance is not the cheapest way to go, that's for sure. 651-989-9226 is the phone number for Dan, or uh, send him a text, 81807. Let's see who's first up here on the phone line. Marlene is calling from Blaine. Good morning, Marlene. What's your question for Dan? I have a four-door 2005 Chevy Cobalt with about 103,000 miles on it. The other day, I noticed rust on the lower part of all four doors. Where can I take it to have the problem resolved, and is it worth the expense? The interior of the car is clean, and I've taken care to make sure that all mechanical problems are repaired as soon as possible. Yeah, there. Uh, you know, I, I'm not a body shop, but uh, but I do see that all the time. And the message that you're going to get from the body shop is that it won't be worth the cost of the repair to take care of it. First of all, they they're not interested in in chasing rust around the car because they can't stop it once. What's really happening is it's not that the rust is coming from the outside of the door. It's that the rust is on the inside of the door, and it's coming through. Right. And so what you're, see- what you're seeing is the finished result of the rust, you know, for many years mm-hmm. has been working from the inside, and now it's coming to the outside. So there's no way to work on it from the outside and take care of that. It would, you know, require replacing all four do- doors, quite frankly, and that's, yeah. you know, far too expensive to... To get, to get after. So I think the best thing you can do now is keep it clean the best that you can. Uh, keep the inside of the door panels clean also when you wash it this spring. You know, try and get all the salt off the inside of, of you know, where the lip rolls under the door. Get all the salt out of there. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, just live with it the way that it is. Uh, keep driving it till it gets too bad and you're embarrassed, and then it's time to get a new car. <laughs> there you go. That's true. That's yeah. so true. How that you rust takes on, over. You pass it on to a college kid, and they're happy to have it. So, C- kind of like Tony. <laughs> yeah, I keep doing yeah. that same thing with the rust on his vehicle. You know, you can fix it up aesthetically for a while, and then a month or two later, it shows through. So, there's not much. Or even it. it's probably even longer than that. It probably lasts Maybe. a season. You yeah, know, something like that. Would, next summer, you have to do it again and, and patch it up one more time till he graduates. <laughs> as soon as the snow goes, we'll do that. All right, Dan, i got to yeah. put you on hold. We have to take a quick break here, but uh, co- folks are calling in, and they're texting in as well. If you uh, have a question, a car care question for Dan, 651-989-9226. Text is 81807. Hey, good morning. Welcome back to our car care show here on CCO. 29 and overcast and windy in the midst of a winter storm warning. 10 to 15 inches of snow, blowing snow before it's all over. As I said, uh, we're talking car care with Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive in St. Paul. And for those that love that Grand Avenue as I do, where are you located uh, there, Dan? 
We are at 982 Grand Avenue, which is right between Lexington and Victoria, of course. And uh, on Grand Avenue, going to be filled with snow again, but yep. that's all right. <laughs> uh, you can find us on the web at lloydsautomotive.net, L-L-O-Y-D-S, lloydsautomotive.net, or give us a call. Uh, I think Big Nick will be there this morning at 651-228-1316. Excellent. Very good. Uh, we're looking at some text messages here, Dan. Uh, here's the first one, then we'll get back to the phones. How many miles can I go, Texter says, between a timing belt change on my truck? It was last changed at 110,000 miles. I have 186,000 on it now. Uh, Texter says, thanks, and drive safely. What do you think about the, that text? <laughs> well, I think another 110 is probably what the manufacturer would recommend. Uh, there's no reason that the replacement belt and parts should fail you know, any more prematurely than the original equipment one. So uh, I think if you if you made it 110 the first time, and depending upon what kind of car it is, that might be what they recommended. Uh, sometimes they're recommended at 90, but I would check the maintenance or the, you know, the manual yeah. and uh, see when they recommend changing it. And if it's, if it's 90,000 miles that they recommend changing it, you're getting close. If it's 110, then you've got a ways to go yet. All right. Very good. Texture says, and we get the similar questions from time to time, is there an issue to use conventional oil and then go to synthetic or back and forth? Uh, is there a problem with either of those? You know, it's a great question, and it's, uh, it's not as uh, complicated of a question as it used to be because uh, conventional motor oils have gotten so good that they're pretty darn near synthetic anyway. So, uh, But at any rate, you can mix and match them. You can... Switch back and forth. You can do whatever you want, and it's just fine. As long as you change them regularly, right? Change it regularly. Yeah. The most important part is is stay on the schedule. But they're you know they're all they're all good quality now, and and uh, that's how cars have gotten to, to run such long mileage intervals, and and uh, which I don't necessarily agree with, but but, but yeah. the manufacturer thinks so. But uh, but at any rate, yeah, oils have got oils and filters have both gotten pretty good. Yep, so that's good news. right. Good news. Let's go back to the phones. Bill and Henriette is on the line. Bill, you're on with Dan. Hi, good morning, Dan and Denny. Uh, Dan, I have a 2014 Ford Focus, and I've got, um, it's, uh, I think it's called the traction control, where it will not allow my wheels to, like if I start spinning my front tires, it will not allow me to, um, to actually spin them. Um, right. more than I would like to if I'm stuck. Um, is there any way to turn traction control off? With- oh, you know, Thanks, th- Bill. There is often, yeah, there is oftentimes a way to turn off the traction control. It would be a button on the dash, and I'm not sure on your particular car what, what the button looks like or what it is, but uh, oftentimes you can turn that off. So I think that my advice would be check your owner's manual, you know, look up traction control. It'll explain it to you. And uh, the traction control is usually part of the anti-lock brake system. It uses the same sensors, uh, you know, to to operate. And uh, so, but most of the time there's, there's a button that you can turn off the traction control. All right. Very good. Thanks, Bill. Just for our listeners, Dan and you, we're getting uh, getting an update from uh, Mike Lynch and the weather coming up in just a minute or so. So we'll okay. let you know <laughs> on, on that news. Texter says, I got new struts on my vehicle two months ago, 
And when I turn on my uh, turn my steering wheel, it still makes a rubbing noise. Is that common with new struts? No, it's not. That's uh, that's a problem, and mm. you'll need to take it back and have them look at that. That with the struts, with replacing the struts, or when they replace the struts, oftentimes not replace the the uh, mounts on top, and in those mounts is a bearing uh, as part of that turn plate, so that the, the wheels and the struts can turn. And uh, if that bearing is bad and, and making noise, that'll need to be replaced. But no, when if you had your struts replaced, it should be uh, it should be quiet. Uh, so I'm not saying, and it's not necessarily the noise is not necessarily re- related to the struts, but but there's a good chance that it is, and you need to take it back and have them take another look at it so they can take care of that for you. And before we break down, kind of a funny text. Uh, somebody heard you mention that you're stuck in uh, in Colorado because of the weather and the certain the highways closed. But the texter says, we are also stuck in Denver visiting our kids, supposed to leave today. What's the name and location of your son's shop? <laughs> oh. Now, you, for those that don't know, you have a son that's in the business, too, in Denver. I do. He's got two shops in Denver. Oh. One is called Down, Downing Street Garage, and the other is called Leo's uh, Repair. And they're, they're, both, they're both near downtown Denver. So. Right. Yeah. Just in case you need it on the way uh, back home. Help. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But be safe. Dan, we'll take a quick break here. Dan's going to be with us for about another, oh, 10 minutes or so, uh, 10 or 12 minutes. So if you have a question, call it. Uh, call us uh, at 651-989-9226. Or again, te- send a text, 81807. We'll catch up on more text messages when we come back. Here on 830-WCCO. And welcome back to CCO's Car Care Show. Denny Long here with Dan Burns, ASE Certified Technician at Lloyd's Automotive in St. Paul. He happens to be in Colorado because of highway closings in uh, other parts of the country. But, Dan, I, we have callers, we have texters, so at least, let's see how many uh, folks we can help out before you take your leave today. Uh, Chad has an interesting question, I think, uh, for you. Go ahead, Chad. Dan's listening. Hi, Dan. Uh, Chad from Stillwater. Say I'm uh, mid-40s, uh, just started as a diesel mechanic, <clears throat> and I'm wondering, what have you done over the years, or what do you do to keep your body uh, keep your body in shape? Because you know, this is difficult work. Yeah, well, you Dan, you're now. a pretty active guy, I know. <laughs> well, and that that is what I do, is uh, stay in shape. You know, a- along with the hard work that I do, I uh, I stay in shape, and that's part of the reason why I continue to do what I do is because uh, I'm 60. I'm old now, but uh, I keep doing it because I, I find that it's good for me. Um, but, Denny, as you know, I run and I swim and I ride bike and mm-hmm. I ski and I try and keep my weight down. And uh, I just do all the things that, that keep the human body healthy. And I find that work is one of those things. Uh, now, being to be fair, a diesel mechanic is dealing with much heavier stuff than we are. Oh yeah. And uh, so, and also to be fair, I don't do the heavy line stuff anymore either. I don't have to pull engines or head gaskets apart. Um, so, uh, maybe the final finishing piece of that answer is uh, there's a time to hire young help, and that's <laughs> what I do. And, and I and I let us older guys, you know, take care of the of the other stuff that needs to be taken care of as well. Well, so they tell me, Dan, that sixty is the new forty, so that should make you feel better. I that does make me feel better, and I watch you. You're kind of my my 
mentor on that. I'm watching you age gracefully, and uh, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to learn from you, that's for sure. <laughs> I'll tell you, uh, there'll be 20 bucks waiting for you when you come back. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. I'll tell you what, there's a uh, thank you, Chad, for that call. Interesting question. I, I appreciate, That was a good one. Uh, 04 GMC 2500 texter says, has a gas smell, but has no sign of leaking or dripping. Any thoughts from you? Well, you know, they're, they're, doesn't have to be any sign of it. Uh, if it's a Jeep, I'm sure that it's it's uh, leaking from the fuel rail somewhere because it's it's very common on those. But uh, just a little drop of gas makes a tremendous smell. So trust your nose. If you're smelling gas, there's really a leak somewhere. And if you can't find it yourself, uh, it, actually, if it's drip, if it's if it's leaking so much that it's dripping on the ground, it's dangerous. So. If that's the case, don't drive it. But, but if you're just smelling it and uh, and and you're sure of it, then first of all, don't park it in the garage, and secondly, get it in as soon as you can because, uh, it, you know, it can it can be a dangerous situation. But but the good news is uh, a little bit of gas makes a big smell. So, uh, but to get it in and have it taken care of. Okay, Texter says Dan Thunder and Lightning now in New Prague, Minnesota. How about that? Wow, yeah, a mixture. Well, that's good. Get, Get it out of there before I come home tomorrow. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Texter says this uh, has a have a uh, 2007 Saturn relay. Intermittently, it will lurch when starting from dead stop at the stoplight, etc. The shop has flushed the transmission fluid and driven the car around, but it uh, it still is intermittent. Evidently, the transmission. Uh, yeah. Any ideas you know, there? I do, and it might not be good news. You've done what you can, which is change the fluid, um, there's all sorts of seals, solenoids, and valves in a transmission. And uh, it sounds like one of them is sticking and and failing. It's either sticking or the fluid is is, um, leaking by one of the seals. In in either case, uh, it's probably not good news because the next uh, thing would be to probably, well, the first thing you should just take it in and see if, if electronically there's anything wrong or electronically there's anything they can do to it. If there's not, if it's a mechanical problem, then the next repair would involve taking the transmission apart and, you know, finding that problem, which everybody's going to want to completely rebuild the transmission if they do that. So, All sorry, right. but that's prob- probably not good news. Not good news. Here's another text, Dan, a 2005 TNC van. Told front end noise is a sway bar issue, but not a safety issue. What What are your thoughts on that? You think that's true? It's It's true. Um, well, until it breaks, uh, the noise is that the sway bar link is is loose. It's like a a ball and socket, and that ball and socket is rattling as you go over bumps, and which means it's loose. The sway bar is put on a car for. Uh, because the two front wheels are, are uh, indep- they have they have independent suspension, and they want to connect them the two of them a little bit, so that when you're uh, going around a sharp curve or in an emergency situation, so that they both react the same. And if that sway bar link is completely broken and disconnected, then the two the two front wheels are not connected in any way; they're completely independent, and that can that can create a handling problem. So, short term. You know, it's certainly safe. Uh, Long term, you'll probably want to get that taken care of. 
I think, Dan, we have time for one more text, uh, and it goes like this. I heard you don't change the strut bearing when replacing struts. Why would you not replace the bearing slash mount if you're already in the front suspension? (laughs) Well, that's a good idea, and that's what I would probably recommend. It does not always get done that way. First of all, it makes it quite a bit more expensive. You know, that that bearing plate is expensive um, to replace it, and if it's quiet in the first place, then... uh, it's not just the bearing. It's the, it's the, oftentimes it's the whole plate, and uh, it's more complicated to replace it. But uh, oftentimes we do recommend changing them, especially on a on a model car that that we find to be problematic that way. So that's okay. a good question, and and uh, that's not a very good answer. But I guess my real answer would be I probably would recommend changing them when you change the strut because it's a big job in the first place. Dan, we have to run. We wish you a safe drive uh, back home, and we'll talk to you one, yeah, one week from today, I hope. And uh, how do we get in touch? Deal. What's the phone number? Because I know uh, Big Nick is there today. What's yeah, it's, six five, it's 651-228-1316. Excellent. Be safe. We'll talk to you one week from today. Thanks, Denny. Bye. Bye-bye. Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.